3: Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother Jonah.
0: We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today.
3: Who are pretty excited for this week's episode, if I do say so myself.
0: Yes, we are so excited for this week's episode of our podcast. How did we get weird? Incredible guest, Will Farrell, the head of Big Money Players Network with iHeartMedia, legendary comedian, actor. This was such a fun episode to record.
3: Oh my god. We just had so much fun. Will and I got to talk about our days at SNL. We talked about Scooby-Doo. We talked about how Monopoly money absolutely rocks.
0: Yes, and we also played a really fun game with Will called Change.org where we kind of reviewed some petitions on Change.org. We got Will's take on if he should be the new Batman, which I think we all agreed he should do. We also got his take on, you know, other very, very important issues facing society today. So it was great to have Will kind of (laughs) weigh in on that stuff. He talked about going to school with the guys from Raising Against the machine. You know, if you enjoy it, we're going to play a teaser here.
3: And you can check out other episodes of the podcast, which include Weird Al Yankovic, Amy Schumer, Taryn Killam, Lisa Loeb, Jewel. Come on, you got to check it out, please.
0: <laughs> it's just a podcast where we're hanging out with our friends, talking about cartoons, talking about snacks, talking about all those nostalgic topics with just a lot of really talented and hilarious people. Check out this clip of this incredible podcast this week with Will Farrell. If you like this, go over to How Did We Get Weird? and subscribe. We release new episodes every single Monday.
3: Check out me and my big brother Jonah every Monday on How Did We Get Weird on the Big Money Players Network. If you like to have a blast, which we know you do, and you gotta do, that's true.
0: So, well, you grew up in Irvine. Yes. Irvine, California. Irvine, California. Which is Southern California. Yes. yes. And there are a lot of... But notes. I like that you said it just alone, as if <laughs> the world... <laughs> would know <laughs> Where it is. do you think most people might not know yeah I most guess most people probably it's don't it's kind of a small yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I know that some people like Rage Against the Machine Zach Della Rocco were from yeah. there was that and it seems like around the same year was that did you know those guys when you were in high school so
1: so here's a crazy another crazy SNL story okay sorry Jonah no please my first year on the show so 95-96 season and Tim and Zach who I went to high school Tim Comerford who was in my class Zach was a year below us okay tim had been playing in bands and the set and the other and then next thing i you know they're part of this band that everyone's talking about called rage against the machine and we're on the same show together
0: wow Whoa. and
1: it was like our it was in that first half of the season so within the first nine shows and we were laughing going like how crazy is this
0: we're on snl oh these three God. guys from irvine that's unbelievable very cool. Did you ever see Zach's band before that? Inside, I'm a music journalist. This so oh, is like, my, okay. like he had this band inside out. Right? No, did you ever saw? Okay,
1: no, but I, I think Tim was part. I did watch Tim perform with a band called Crystal Pistol. Okay,
0: I, I haven't heard of them, but I'll have to check that out. Yeah,
1: which I believe is a reference to a penis. <laughs> I
3: don't know. I feel like that's maybe something that you cooked up. No. I'm just kidding. That's now I think Vanessa's that's, out of the
1: conversation. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, he was just playing in. And I didn't even know Zach was into music. Really? <laughs> I just remember Zach as like a skateboarder guy, and we'd right. probably pick up basketball. Yeah. And then next thing I know, he's this amazing lead singer. And then full circle, Tom Murillo has become a friend through our kids' school. Wow. So,
0: oh my gosh.
3: That's crazy. Okay.
1: That's incredible. Crazy.
3: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, we are, again, for like, <laughs> so excited really in having you. <laughs>
1: How are you guys feeling about the new
0: setup here?
3: Again, this is only our second podcast I'm used to person. doing this
0: in a room in my house. Yeah. yeah. So this is a little more involved, but it feels good. For
1: our listeners, they've set up two luxurious couches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm on more of a love seat. Yeah. You guys are on a full couch. But yeah. of the same... With uh, some throw pillows. Some throws. Yeah. yeah. We're just hanging. So We're just hanging. Yeah. 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 It's super a, chill. A
3: kind of a chill. <laughs> kind of, kind of like friends in a uh, friends in a an office. Office. Yeah. <laughs> in an abandoned office. In an office yeah. with you yeah. know couches in it. Yeah. In it. And some equipment. And some, some equipment, audio equipment. Just to, yeah. just pretend it's not you know yeah. I don't even see it or well look.
1: <laughs> here's how it's going to go.
3: Gonna... Another commercial? Everybody. <laughs> no.
1: Keep it going. Let's keep it going. So,
3: uh, we've asked you to bring in a topic today. You you yeah, gave I, us I, several. I gave you
1: several, yeah.
3: And the one that we picked right. is Scooby Doo. Yes. Okay. To kind of talk about, to kind of riff on. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. what does Scooby Doo, I'm about to rhyme here, mean to you?
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you I know, know <sighs> kind of that. Yeah, that was. I did not see that coming. <laughs> uh, it's thrown me. A bit. <laughs> I huge Saturday morning cartoon kid. junkie kid, right? And Scooby Doo. I just between the solving of the mysteries, yes. which were super scary, yes. in my brain at that time, and the suspension of disbelief every week, yes, that maybe they weren't going to solve it. Yeah. But they still did. Yeah. But somehow like I kept coming back for more. And just the camaraderie. Yeah. Fred's ascot I right. loved. Right. Right. He wore an ascot scarf.
3: Yeah, and you yep. liked that. I loved his style. Look, yeah.
1: I think I had a crush on Velma.
3: Velma. 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 Yes.
1: And then just, you know, Shaggy, I don't know, so much about Shaggy it was weird to me. Yeah. Like why he was allowed to hang around? Yeah, I don't know. He
3: needed to kind of I don't of know what his skill set
1: and, was. His you know, best friend was drops. a dog. <laughs> yeah, and but still, but you know,
3: okay. Yeah,
1: that's cool of them. Yeah, they do all the hard work. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just love. It was just my favorite cartoon.
3: Yeah, yeah, and what was like? And
1: the Mystery Machine, which was their van they traveled around. Yeah,
3: right, 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 right.
1: Which I drove a van in high school, that was. Similar to the Mystery Machine, my dad had a Chevy van that I would sometimes use as my car to drive to high school. Which had—you guys won't know what this—it was a manual transmission, but it's called three on a tree. It's just three gears. Oh, but it's up here. Okay, as so you have opposed a clutch to the shifter, too? you got the clutch. And okay, out, but you're shifting. He just hauled his music equipment around, and it was a windowless van. <laughs> This doesn't sound good. No. I- <laughs> but the Mystery Machine, I don't think, had windows either.
3: Was it really cool that when you would drive that van to work? Because I remember being in high school and kids who had cars yeah. like that. It was like, we were all like, we got to get in that car.
1: It was cool <laughs> because it was kind of beat up. Yeah. And a little bit little bit vintagey. I hung out with a group of friends who liked doing weird stuff. So okay. we celebrated the nonconformist kind of thing. And while all these young Irvine suburban kids had brand new cars. I had this beat up. Equipment van that became cool. Right. Banana yellow. Bright yellow.
3: Yeah. There was a kid in your grade Jonah who had like a big yellow truck. Yep. Truck. And it was like the coolest thing. Like I grew up kind of near Molly in near Shaker. Yeah. Sure. We both did. And, And and there were a lot of kids who had these really nice cars. But I feel like that yellow yeah. truck was yeah. like... I had
0: a lot of bumper stickers on my car, like, just covered with band.
1: We actually would sneak bumper stickers on each other's cars Whoa. to mess. Okay. Like, I would come out and there'd just be a U.S. Marines bumper sticker <laughs> on the back of the other car I drove, which was a beat-up VW Bug. And okay. Like, yeah. Ah, oh, they got me.
3: So we'd have bumper That's sticker really wars. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, Jonah drove a Jetta and it was like we would drive in to school and he would be like blasting no effects and stuff and, and be right. music and he okay. would be late I felt but I felt so cool believe it or not I wasn't very punk in high school that's hard but to believe but Jonah I know Jonah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and so I'd come in like so studious and all my books right. but we'd be blasting like you know, and you got a
1: little street cred. Yeah, off and of I'd that. be like, yeah. I
3: guess I'm getting out of my brother's car. I was probably sometimes annoyed because we were late, but like, <laughs> I was, I was like so like I felt like it was such a cool way to show up to school. Of course. You know, like yeah. whatever. I guess I'm just listening to this punk music and that. But scoot back to
1: Scooby Doo. Sure. Speaking yeah. of music, they always have a music montage.
3: Oh yeah, I guess through you're
1: every right. cartoon. Yeah. And wow. I always thought that was so cool. Yeah. yeah.
3: Do you remember, like, being a kid on Saturday mornings and watching it? Or, like, do you have a memory of what that...
1: I just knew I was, like, early riser. Yeah. I would get it, and there was just kind of a lineup between, like, Scooby-Doo, Sigmund and the Sea Monster. Okay. And Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest. Yes. It was a big Saturday morning yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Here's where I was also a weird... My younger brother, though, still wouldn't wake up before I would. Okay. And I loved playing Monopoly. Okay. By myself because the whole house (laughs) was still sleeping. Yeah. And so I would set up the board and I'd play. And then when it wasn't my turn, I'd sneak into my mom's room and I would move her piece. I'd set up for two players.
3: Okay. I
1: I would be, you know, the dog or the
3: the car or the shoe,
1: whatever. I'd move around the board. And then it was the other person's turn. I roll for them. They'd land on. And so I'd go into my mom's room like, Mom. Yes or no on Park Place? Oh,
3: that's so
1: She'd be sweet. like, "What? Just say yes or no." She'd be like, "No." Okay, <laughs> which means she, she didn't want to buy it. Yeah, I right. <laughs> <laughs> do whole rounds of playing wow. by myself, yeah, until everyone finally woke up.
3: What a patient kid! That's patience. So... Yeah, yeah. Did you find like having that money? I rem- we played kind of a lot of Monopoly in sure, our house, sure. and I remember just like. The feeling of having a lot of that money just truly made me feel rich. And like, I just, well, it was hard for me to like give up that money.
1: I have a money story too. I have two money stories. right? <laughs> so, yes, I can totally identify with that. And I always felt like we were running out of $500, $500 bills. Yeah. It was in plenty of hundreds, but the 500s would go through quickly, I okay. feel like.
3: Okay. Maybe there were less. And yeah. There
1: was a neighborhood across the street from the apartment complex I grew up in, was Damber Drugs. And I was walking through the toy section one day. You could buy refills of Monopoly money.
3: I've never (sighs) heard of that.
1: Wow. Wow. Let's just say it's the only time I've ever shoplifted. I took a stack of 500s. (laughs) (laughs) I stole fake money. And I put it in my pocket and I walked out really stiffly. I'm sure if there was a camera, I'd be like the worst kid actor by the time I walked. (laughs) very. I'm just... Doo, doo, doo. I'm walking out of the drugstore. No no need to look over here. And then I ran home and I stole Monopoly money to add to our games. We had plenty of 500s.
3: Oh, my God. And you still remember it. You still, of course.
1: I still remember what it. What
3: a big, yeah.
1: And then I brought, I didn't realize we we're going to be talking about money. but
3: <laughs> Is this the other story? This is the other yeah.
1: story. <laughs> I brought my favorite Christmas present that I got this year from my wife. It's a little attaché case. (gasps) (laughs) Guess what it's filled with? Tiny stacks of money. Oh my god! (laughs) Everyone here in the (laughs) room—that's like ten grand at least. She got this for me.
3: That's such a great. Yeah. And you keep it on your person.
1: I I just thought maybe we'll talk about this today. Maybe there'll be a good reason for me to show you. Knew money would come.
0: Yeah. You knew you're meeting with the bears, money might come up. And then <laughs> And then that relates to SNL too
1: yeah. because when I met Lauren because I had read a story about how Adam Sandler did something where he just pretended to hump a chair or okay. something and okay. was signed on the spot.
3: Okay, okay. And I,
1: I remember reading that going, you know what? He didn't worry about pleasantries or tr- he just was like funny right away yeah. and they signed him and that's the way to do it. Yeah. And so I thought if And I knew I had to meet Lauren for my second audition. Right. It was a meeting before you. And I thought, I'm going to walk in with a briefcase. I'm going to fill it full of fake counterfeit money. And as he's talking to me, I'm just going to go like, Lauren, we can all talk till the cows come home. But we all know there's only one thing that really talks. And it's hard gold cash. And I was going to open it up and set it on his desk. And then I was going to like, so I'm going to walk out of this room. And no one needs to know. You can take that money or you don't have to, whatever. And you can decide whether I should be on the show or not. So I walked into the room and Steve Higgins had just been hired as Whoa. producer with a briefcase. With a briefcase. What briefcase? comedian walks into a room with a briefcase? <laughs> a leather briefcase. It wasn't even a cool looking one. And I walk in, I can tell the vibe is not for joking around. <laughs> and it was super serious. And I was like, oh my God, I got so freaked out and I never got to my bit so I'm just holding Call my briefcase.
3: <laughs> Did he ask you it's what it was for? It's the most unfunny
1: thing ever. A weird, shy, quiet <laughs> guy is supposed to be funny. <laughs> like I'm supposed to be humping a chair. My my inspiration was like, go hump a chair, do something active and I'm just like, uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> well, I was thinking about doing this character. I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. Uh, finally, after 20 minutes, Higgins goes, nice briefcase i'm like <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> I was like anything else you want to ask me i'm like no oh and my I walked god out and he i and he never knew i told him later what and he thought it was so funny <laughs> that i couldn't pull the trigger on the bit so anyway the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting
2: two young boys with her former partner david
0: David, he is a leader. He just don't
3: want to leave me.
2: But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black
1: Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God.